0: good sex. You know, top of the mountain sex. For me, that's when me and my partner come at the same time. But that rarely happens. And that's because there's an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come, right? We all know it's true, But I have a solution for that problem. And it's my sponsor, Promescence Delay Spray. Now, their delay spray is the only clinically proven delay spray to make you last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And it's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have all kinds of good stuff. Okay. I use their warming gel. It's my personal fave. They also sell lube and condoms and supplements that are going to make you both They have everything you need. And today you're going to get 15% off everything you need. All you got to do is go to delayspray.com and use my code StrictlyAnon15 for 15% off your first order. That's delayspray.com. Use my code StrictlyAnon15 for 15% off your first order. Or just go to the description, click on the link, and 15% will be automatically applied at checkout. anything
1: goes motto of the show let your freak flag fly probably
0: the only good advice i'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain.
1: here is your host kathy
0: hey welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast with kathy if you want to follow the strictly anonymous podcast on instagram or twitter you could find me at strict anonymous if you want to be on the show This is a show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. If you have like a naughty secret life or... If you have a problem and your friends don't want to fucking hear about it anymore and you want some unprofessional (laughs) advice, I give good advice. It's unprofessional, but I think I give good advice. Uh, You could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast, click on Be On, and click on Be On The Show. You will remain anonymous. It's called Strictly Anonymous. Nobody knows who I am. Nobody's going to know who you are because I'm going to change your voice. Okay? If you want to just call in and leave your naughty confession, I have a new confessionals hotline. You could call that. You're still going to remain anonymous because I change voices there too. The number is 347-420-3579. Again, 347-420-3579. The number will be in the description. So if you want to call that, you could call it 24-7. You got four minutes to leave your confession. Do your thing. If you need more time, just call back. Today, I have on a guy named David. Now, when David emailed me, he was like, you know, I really love your show and I would love to be on it. My story's kind of, you know, tame compared to other people. I mean, my wife, you know, had a couple threesomes for a short period of time. And I'd love to be on and tell you my story. Now, I'm so glad that I took his story and allowed him to come on because I love his story. I think some of you guys are going to be jealous of his story. Because David is a guy who has been married to like since he was uh, very young like these are you know those people who got married straight out of high school, married their whole lives, had kids, did the whole thing and you know they and for him, what happened is the kids left the house and now him and his wife are left over. they had a great relationship, everything was cool, but uh he started to notice like a little chemistry between his best friend and his wife and that's where things become super interesting like he was really faced at that point to either like get really fucking jealous and shut it down or let it fucking happen okay now we know by the title that he let it fucking happen and you have to hear why he did you know how he felt about it how she experienced it, exactly what went down. He gets very specific because he just had, you know, a bunch of threesomes to talk about. So he goes really into details, a lot of details of like the the threesomes that they had so it started with his best friend they had the, the week go through the first night and then the second time full on and then how many times they did it after and then they start to have threesomes with the musician that lived next door and these like hot tub threesomes and then it turns into foursomes because the musician brings home other girls and then <laughs> they also wind up having a female female male threesome with a girl. It was like a girl that they knew. He used to work with like the mother. This was like a younger girl. But she was still around. Like only a couple. Of, like maybe 10 years younger than them. Who was like a stripper. And was super hot. They wind up having a threesome with her. And it's first time his wife hooks up with another girl. And that threesome is like straight up porn scenario. He goes into details about that as well. And so it's super interesting I think. Because he really comes from such a good place. And he really... Like I said, explains why he did it and why he was okay with it and how his wife was okay with it and, you know, and why they're not doing it anymore. But like, there's no regrets. It was all done out of love for each other. You know, it was sort of like a a gift he gave to his wife. And uh, you're going to have to hear him explain it to really understand what I'm saying. But it really is a great story and he's just this regular guy he's not a swinger he's not into the hardcore lifestyle at all but you know i'm glad i took his call cuz it's it's not really tame i think to a lot of people his story is like like i said your fantasy <laughs> but uh so anyway i'm going to just get right to it and get back on with david
1: this is the strictly anonymous podcast
0: Hey David, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today?
2: Oh, just fine. Glad to be here.
0: Good. I'm glad you're here too. So listen, what I got from your email to me is you're kind of like a regular guy and you're here to say that a regular guy can get his girl, AKA your wife to have a couple threesomes every now and then. Like you had a certain time in your long marriage that you and your wife did play with others. It wasn't like you were like, you know, it's not as hardcore as a lot of other things or people's stories that you've had on. But what, you're here to say, and I think what you mentioned in your email was like, this is like kind of like good for people to hear because you're just like I said, a regular guy. You didn't, weren't like a hardcore swinger or anything, but you were able to play with your wife and get her down to do some threesomes. And you had some fun for a couple of years. Correct?
2: Exactly. You know, I mean, we're not uh, a lifestyle people. We, uh, you know, don't have the experiences that, you know, the number of experiences that, that a lot of your callers have. But we did have a period of about three years. We've been married now 39 years. Mm-hmm. This, this took place after about 25 years of marriage. Just a little background. We got married very young. Wife had the first kid when she was 19. Wow. Yeah. And had our second kid when she was 23. We had the regular monogamous married. You know, she was super mom and volunteered at the school and I coached all the youth sports and after 25 years, the kids were up and gone. Mm -hmm. And so when the kids got gone, we started going out and having a little bit of fun. One other note there, my, my wife's got some medical issues, degenerative in nature and at this point in time, she was like forty-five-ish, and was still fairly mobile, and I wanted to to take advantage of that time before things got crappy. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So
2: you know, the way the deal played out is she and my best friend were making goo goo eyes at each other, and I saw it, and they, you know there was a. a, a Definite attraction, an obvious attraction between the two of them.
0: Interesting. You always knew that. It was it something that just you saw then, or you had always seen it. There was some sort of weird chemistry between them.
2: We were very close with this guy. He was my best friend. Mm-hmm. He had got divorced. His wife was cheating on him. Mm-hmm. We kind of took him in. my kids. Kind of felt like he was her second dad. We were very close. And you know, as we was going out and stuff, you know, I, I just saw something between them. And when I saw it and I said, okay, so I've got a couple of options here. I can go crazy, jealous asshole, quit hanging out with my best buddy and tell her not to talk to him anymore and all that stuff or let it ride. We we were very secure in our marriage. You know, we're very strong. Trust, honesty and communication are the key to everything.
0: Like it wasn't like you did this because things were bad. It was like you did this because things were great. You had that really strong foundation and you were kind of at a crossroads where it was like you said, you know, you were getting older, you saw this weird thing going on. So you kind of like, instead of going against it, went with it. Exactly.
2: And she had our first kid at 19. She didn't have 20s. Yeah. yeah, She didn't have going out and doing all that stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And a lot of marriages, most marriages break up for for one of two reasons, cheating or money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you get down <laughs> to it, if you don't acknowledge it, I mean, okay, are you supposed to believe that just because you said I do in a ceremony 25 years ago, you're never going to be attracted to another human? That's not That's not realistic, you know?
0: I know. I have a thing called marriage math, and marriage math is this. You take the age that you think you're going to die, right? Like, okay, maybe I'll die around 85. And then you take the age that you are going to get married and you minus that from the age you're going to die. And that is going to be the amount of years you're going to spend with the one person. Now, that always gave me like panic attacks. You know what I mean? Like now that (laughs) I'm getting older, I'm like the marriage math isn't so bad. But like if you're talking about 19 for your wife, that marriage math is out of control, right? Like how old is she now? Let's do her marriage math. How old is she now?
2: Fifty seven ish. Okay, so like fifty
0: seven like minus nineteen. What does that equal? Let's say.
2: 20, 30 uh, 37, uh, 38.
0: Right, thirty eight years and going strong with the yeah. same person. One dick. Thirty eight yes. years. You know? It's a long yes. it's a long time. That that kinda think so and I do see it it's sometimes it's when people get divorced you really see them go crazy in their 50s you know those are the people that are out in the bars again and stuff and you know some people look down on them but I'm like I totally get it I because I didn't get married young like that's what I did when I was younger in my 30s when you were having kids you know so it's just it really depends everyone's life path is different so here you guys are like kids out of the house you see her giving googly eyes to your friend how does it turn into the like her And you and him and all, I don't even know what goes down. Like, does she just sleep with him? Do you sleep with him? Like, how does it happen? But take it slow, since I know you don't have a lot of stories here.
2: (laughs) Okay, yeah. Here's the deal. When When I saw what was happening, I talked to her first. You know, one evening I just said, look, you and him obviously are attracted to each other. There's obviously some chemistry. I said, we're strong. We're solid. We're going to be us forever and ever. And I know that. And you know, you know that I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. I said, if we're out one night and shit gets a little crazy, it'll be okay. I'm not going to run up and down and be a madman and go crazy. It'll be fine. And she was, she was still a little, you know, uh, you know. I hear you, but I don't know that I believe you, you know. <laughs>
0: totally, I've heard that from a lot of women. Yeah, because it's true. It could be very loaded. It even if, so it means it. Like what? Ha- There's a lot of things that could go wrong, right?
2: Right. And then separately, I talked to my buddy. We worked together. We always did lunch and shit. And I told him, I said, look, talk to the wife, and told her, I said if we're out one night and things get a little crazy, it'll be okay. And he was a little unsure too, you yeah. know, uh, uh, about, you know, if I really meant this or not. And, and well, I let it ride. And that that went on. That was for a while, you know, and I, I tried to reassure the wife over a period of time. And then one night we went to his house and then we went into the city and went to a comedy club and started drinking tequila I said, oh shit, here we go. So we <laughs> get back, you know, we get back to his house and, and we all got a pretty good buzz going. When we get back to the house, they sit on the couch. I go to the bathroom. When I come out of the bathroom, they're making out with each other. Wow. So and then they look at me and both of them are a little not sure. I just said, look, don't stop on my account. Everything's going to be fine. So I actually go up behind her. And start kissing on the back of her neck and they're still kissing. And then I reach around and start just, uh, playing with her, you know, rubbing her pussy Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: a little, little finger action here, nothing really serious. And then I got up and said, okay, well I'm going to bed. I'll see y'all in a minute. So I go to bed and we're at his house and I went into his room and he's got a guest room and then five or eight minutes later, the wife comes in to his room without him, and he went to the guest room. So I asked her, I said, okay, so, you know, is he not coming? She said, well, I, I'm not sure. It's it's just, I'm not sure. I said, okay, well, made out for a little bit. I told her, I said, well, why don't you, you know, go uh, see if he wants to come join us.
0: Yeah. The website and the email address will all be in the description.
2: So she leaves and goes to the guest room and she's gone 10, 15 minutes and comes back by herself. I said, well, what happened? She said, well, I got in bed and we were kissing and making out and rubbing. I told him that I wanted this to happen and that it was going to happen, but it wasn't going to be tonight. I'm not ready.
0: Oh, okay. So she I wasn't said, ready.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. said, that's fine. That's fine. That that'll be just fine.
0: Can I ask you a question, real quick? Okay. People get so people get so mad that I interrupt these stories, but fuck that's them fine. because I'll re- I remember where we pick back up. Okay. I want to know if like is is a part like I get. That you're kind of like, I just want, if it's going to happen, I'd rather just know about it and just do it. But is there some part of any of this that's a turn on for you?
2: At that point, not exactly. Okay. It's different, not exciting turn on type, but a weird sense of pride.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: From letting the wife just be a human.
0: And is it also like having your friend dig your wife? Like that's your wife and this guy is like your friend is, is getting to see how yes. great your wife is. That kind of pride, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and make no mistake about it, one of the greatest blowjobs ever.
0: <laughs> oh, right. So now you can like finally, see, he could see what you've had this whole time. <laughs>
2: She's got skills. Oh my God, She's that's awesome. Skills. That's so, funny, yeah. When she was uh, in, in the guest room with him, yeah, and, you know, she was telling him, you know, it's going to happen, but it's not tonight, and she goes to get out of his bed, she rubs, she rubs his cock, and it's rock hard.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She came back to the room, and she told me, she said, I couldn't leave him like that. <laughs> I Couldn't <laughs> leave him like
0: that. Yeah, she's generous said, too. <laughs> you know, I said,
2: "Well, I said, well, you know, did you fix him up?" And she was still very tentative, kind of gauging, you know, my response, you know, on, on how I was going to react to all this. Mm-hmm. She said, "Well, I think he'll sleep fine tonight." <laughs> I said, "All right, there we go." So, good job. Good night, and you know, and then, and then we had sex. At that point, not not crazy wild sex. Hell, we was all too drunk for damn tequila anyway. We we had a a, a nice nice session. It was cool. Mm -hmm. So the next morning, we get up. Everybody's up and getting coffee and you know milling around the house and stuff. And the two of them are still a little standoffish, waiting to see what I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. And I come back and you know I said, look, I said. (laughs) did you have fun last night uh, talking to my buddy? And he yeah. said, well, well, yeah. And I looked at the wife and said, did you have fun last night? She said, well, uh, actually I did. And I said, Okay, fine. I said, for one night, you weren't a mother.
1: Yeah. You weren't
2: a wife.
0: Yeah.
2: You were a woman.
0: Oh, that's nice. That, you know, I, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I said, For her. Know, I, did,
2: I said I didn't lose anything last night, yeah, I'm going home with the same beautiful woman that I came here with.
0: I love that, mhm-, I love and
2: that. That's just how I felt about the deal mm-hmm. and, I mean, I thought it was realistic, yes, I was just being realistic about life in general. I worked maintenance at a condo mm-hmm. and on the beach. Well, let me assure you, there was on more than one occasion when I was attracted to other people,
0: right <laughs> <You know? laughs> it happens, yeah. Uh,
2: you know, it happens. That's just how it is. It happens. A few weeks later, you want me to carry on to the first time we really get it? Okay. Mm -hmm. So a few weeks later was my buddy's birthday. So the wife rents a hotel room, calls me up and says, Hey, you and Bo show up. Y'all be here about eight o'clock. Okay. I'll be there. So we show up eight o'clock, knock on the door. She answers the door in this See through, sheer black thing with their titties right there, thong underwear on, knee high black boots.
0: And you and your friend are there together, right? Like you you opened the door, you, you showed up together. And we're
2: standing there together. Oh, okay. And both of us are like, oh my God. Oh my God. Look at this shit. This is fucking for real here. And so we go into the hotel. She's got a bottle of champagne chilled. None of us are big drinkers. We all smoke a lot, but we're not not big drinkers. Mm -hmm. But she's got the champagne and she's got candles all over the place. So we all sit down, get her some champagne and roll up a big fatty and sit there, you know, just laughing. And then she gets up and grabs both of us by the hand. And here we go off to the bed. Mm-hmm. so uh, we're getting clothes off on the way to the bed and me and him are down to our boxers and then she's still you know dressing her little outfit and uh, we each take a boot and we get rid of that shit and we start sliding stuff off of her you know, fairly quickly mm-hmm. we're, we're all laid in the bed and then she's making out with both of us back and forth you know back and forth and then i start sliding down her back and then i go down on her and then she slips his boxes off, and she goes down on him. The one deal we had was the the third person, there was not going to be any penetration. It was all going to be oral. Okay. You could do anything you wanted except penetration. Mm-hmm. And that was the deal, and he knew the deal, and she knew the deal. And she rolls him over, like, on his back, and it's, like, between his legs, and then kind of gets on her knees and then I slide on my back and slide up under her. So I'm still eating her while she's, you know, going to town on him. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty fucking hot. And then she came pretty quick for me. I knew she wasn't done with him. She was was still just in the second gear. Mm -hmm. And so after she came, I kind of backed off a little bit. and I didn't want to Oh, you're a girl. You know how you click gets absolutely crazy sensitive. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get the fuck you off. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I backed off a little bit, you know, kissing on the thighs and kind of just hanging around the neighborhood for a while till things calmed down. Yeah. And then I feel that, you know, she's getting closer to fixing him up, to him coming. And then I got serious again on her and, uh. He came like a motherfucker. He was trying to be quiet, you know. He really was. He was trying to, to to not scream and shout and holler, but you know, got to a point where he just couldn't hold it no more. Was, oh my god! And then when when he came, she came, and it was freaking awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Awesome. So then we flip around, and then I'm laying on my back, and she starts going down on me. And then my buddy's heading south to go down on her, and he looks at me. And I give him a reassuring, you know, nod. It's okay, dude. It's okay. He went down on her. Uh, Again, it was just freaking awesome.
0: When you're saying it was freaking awesome, it was freaking awesome for you to even see that. Like the visual of that was also hot for you.
2: The visual was just awesome. I I saw the two people that were closest to me Mm -hmm. just having fucking fun. Right. Just having fun. I mean, what's so bad about that? My wife was raised Catholic and all religion deals pretty heavy in guilt, but the Catholics are pretty serious about the guilt.
0: Right. <laughs> they they
2: major in it. To let her be guilt free was really an accomplishment. It was it was cool. So then after she gets me a blowjob, and he finishes eating her. And that, we took a break, got out, and we got some more champagne. We rolled another fucking fatty. Yeah. And we're sitting around in the hotel room, and then we go back to the bed, start giving her a back rub, a whole actually a body rub. So we start we start rubbing rubbing her body. We've done I've done this a lot over the years. Like I say, she's got medical issues, and back rubs have been something I've done for her for quite some time. So we're doing the, the body rub and then this time she goes out on me first and he's behind her rubbing on her and his his dick is hard and he kind of like rested in the crack of her ass
0: <laughs> right because he can't go inside right there's no, right. no penetration yeah uh-huh. right
2: so he's kind of resting it there but he's reaching around and finger-banging the shit out of her, and she's fucking loving it. Right. She brings me around, and then she has her own, and then she goes and goes down on him again. And this time, when she goes down on him, I do her from behind, because she she needs some penetration now. She do not have enough tongue action. She's she's ready for something else, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And so so I do her from behind, and again, everybody just fucking explodes. And then we, we stop and we take another break, drink some more champagne. Well, I think we actually took a shower after that, three of us. is a big old shower. In it.
1: Uh-huh.
2: We take a shower, we go back to the bed, we're laying there again, we start rubbing on her again. All of a sudden, and she says, okay, well, here, here's what I want you to do. She lays him down and she sits on his face. She puts my ass up on the headboard. And she's giving me a blowjob. Feed her like down on the side of his head.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get, I see, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then she gives me a blowjob while she's sitting on his face.
0: Wow, well, it's like blowjobs galore, but oh, she's like the blowjob queen. So <laughs> there you oh, go.
2: And, <laughs> and I'm telling you, just real skill. I mean, <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's it's awesome. She feels your your body reaction.
0: Yes, I totally and, know what you mean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and
2: she knows when to step it up and back off, and and she just cut the fucking instinct. It's just fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, men are the same. Men could be the same way, and women. You know, you know, like some people have that ability to really hone in on w- yeah, how that person is working. feel exactly. And it's like a it's like a wave. You got to ride it, and you with you. But if you could tap into that, it's really the difference between someone that gives great head whether it's a man or woman or someone that gives good head yeah
2: right 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 and then so after after i got off that time she was still sitting on his face i got off the bed and sat down and rolled another joint Mm
1: -hmm. and uh
2: and then they moved into a 69 and finished up with a 69 and then we all freaking fell out and that was that was the night you know uh it, it was It was a crazy night. It was it was a crazy night.
1: Hi,
0: I'm Chris Gethard and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, you talk to one of them, they stay anonymous. I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's gonna happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy, funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful anonymous. Do you want to have a crazy night too? Well, then you need to get yourself a crescendo vibrator, whether you're playing alone or playing with a partner. And I promise you, it's going to get the job done. It is my favorite vibrator, my only vibrator. It's the only one I use now because I'm obsessed with it. When you buy a Crescendo, you buy one vibrator and you end up with infinite options. Because it's bendable, you can bend it in all kinds of various shapes and sizes, and you can customize the vibration patterns because it has six motors that are divvied out throughout the whole vibrator, which means there are no dead zones like all the other vibrators out there. There's a reason why the Crescendo has won over 20 international awards, and that's because it is one of a kind. You want to transform your sex life with the one toy you won't get bored of? Then get yourself a Crescendo and right now you can take advantage of their Valentine's Day sale. It runs up until February 15th. You get up to 30% off and you're going to get to take an additional 15% off by using my code. All you got to do is go to mysteryvibe.com and use my code strictly15. That's mysteryvibe.com use my code strictly15 for an additional 15% off. Thanks Mystery Vibe for sponsoring this episode. Now listen, I know you're enjoying this episode because it's a hot story and who doesn't like a hot story, right? I know I'm turned on by what I hear and that's why I love Dipsy Stories. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into, from straight stories to hookup stories to queer stories and more, they have it all. Dipsy brings the stories to life. And let me tell you something about Dipsy that I love. They have a jump to the action button. So if you're like me and you don't have time or you're just like really super horny and want to get right to the good stuff, (laughs) there's a button you can push, which will take you right to the part where the action starts so you could get right to it. And that's why you need to get right to it and download Dipsy app now. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to DipsyStories.com slash strictly anon. That's Dipsy D I P S E A Stories dot Slash Strictly Anon. That's thirty days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon or just go in the description and click on the link the app is free so go download it now thanks dipsy for sponsoring this episode Uh, yeah that's a lot of different positions a lot of sex going on i mean that was like a you know i mean how long was that whole thing it sounds like a couple of hours
2: (laughs) counting the breaks you know for uh, some more champagne and some smoking and some showers yes just probably close to four hours yeah Yeah, there you Uh, go we were just all spent, and it was awesome. And, and like I say, I, I don't know about it it turned me on, excited-type turned me on, but there was a, a, a sense of pride, mm-hmm. you know, that, look at this. This is awesome. What the fuck is wrong with this? Why, you know, why is this so taboo? I've never seen anybody frowning and coming at the same time.
0: But, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
2: you know, I mean— Yeah. Okay, Sheryl Crow has a song, and the song is, Are You Strong Enough to Be My Man?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: When I hear that song now, I think of this. Right. I, I don't see it. I'm so glad I made the choice that I did when I first recognized the attraction between the two. Right. To not go batshit jealous crazy.
0: Right, because there was that path, right? There was yes. two play, there was two things to do. Either go against it and like that's unacceptable and this can't happen or relax into it and say, you know, what happens if we do go there and I just allow it instead of stopping it.
2: Yes, and be part of it and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only, Not only just let it happen, but... Then also, like you said, be a part of it and enjoy it. I think a lot of people don't understand that that path can exist. That's what's so interesting about your story. Because like you said, you're not in the lifestyle. You're just this regular couple. Like a lot of people out there. I think a lot of people back in our time, you know, I'm just younger than you, but still around the same time, that got married super young and have been with someone for all these years. And, you know, now the kids go out and, and now what, you know? And I really think, like I said before, like you were at these crossroads and you had these two things. You had this situation and it could have played out in the typical way, which is you would have shut that shit down or went crazy. You know, it could have caused Uh, a lot of problems in your marriage. And instead, you took it in a totally different direction, which is really interesting because I don't think most people do take it that direction. No,
2: I agree. I don't believe most people do because most people... Have been programmed to believe forsaking all others. And, you know, come on now. But hell? it's
0: not only that. I also think it's not just, listen, there's some people that it would be like religious reasons, but a lot of other people would be like, they don't think that they could totally handle it. You know, there's a lot of reasons why people would not do it, which I, when, and I totally understand, but that's why I like to do my show and have everyone's different stories on because it's interesting, you know, that it could play out this way. And it did well, for you. And,
2: yeah. And, and when the wife and I were talking about it, before I actually, when I first talked to her about it, mm-hmm. before I brought it up to my buddy,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, the deal was, said. I, I think I'm good with this. But at any point in time that I'm not good with it or you're not good with it, we put the brakes on the whole damn cabot, you know, whole deal. It was lesson learned you know, and there there, there won't be any, no no penalty, no foul. We knew that going in, that there was, you know, always the way to stop if and when the time, you know, got weird.
0: Yeah. And listen, you're doing it with your best friend and your wife, the two people you trust the most. So that was a very, it was, it was the uh, the safest way to do something that could have been, uh, that was unsafe. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you went out and got a stranger. You don't know how they're going to react. I mean, it was the best first experience to have. I know that you had other, I'm assuming, because you said you did this for three years now. Did you do it just with him? Or did you ever go outside and hook up with other people?
2: We did it with him. And then after that night, once every couple of months, uh, we'd get together with him again. Mm-hmm. There was one other guy that was a musician. Uh, I guess all women in their life have to do one musician.
0: Four or five. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I did a lot of musicians. Now. <laughs> <I'm> just <joking>. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the thing with
2: y'all. Y'all got to have a fucking musician. Yeah, we
0: love those guy, those bad boys. uh,
2: Bo was a friend of ours he had actually lived next door to us when he first moved to town
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: he didn't live next door to us when things played with him we had a hot tub in our backyard Mm -hmm. and I talked to him uh he was a little more timid than than my buddy like with him we one night after a gig we went to the hot tub you know all back to our house and we're smoking and we we'll go to the hot tub and, you know, we're making out with each other back and forth and that sort of thing there. And then we go in the house. I make some drinks, some margaritas for everybody and come in the, in the living room and they're making out on the couch. And then I went down on her and she went down on him. The, when I go down on her, that was kind of the signal like, OK, you know, it's on. Yeah. And then she went down on him. And he came and. I got up and excused myself and, you know, gave her a kiss and said, you know, you you can put into bed and, uh, in the guest room and come meet me when you're done. Mm -hmm. And then I gave them time and they went off to the guest room and and did their thing and played. I had complete confidence that she was going to stay with the rule with, you know, no penetration and she did. She always did. And that was the only time that really happened with him. But then. He was digging the hot tub because he picked up girls fairly regular, you know, as a musician.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and and so we'd be at the house at about twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning. Our phone would ring, you know, and it'd be him. He'd say, "Hey, I got this chick. and bring over a hot tub, okay?"
0: Oh my God, hilarious! He would use your <laughs> you <know>? hot tub. <laughs> so he
2: he'd come over, uh-huh. and the four of us would get naked in the hot tub. Generally, what would happen there was me and him would be sitting on the on the step outside the hot tub with, like, feet in. And then my wife would go down on me. And then the other chick would follow suit, and she'd go down on him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then they'd swap.
0: And she'd give you head, and then and yeah, your wife would and give wife head. would
2: give him head, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when we were finished there, me and him would look at each other, and we'd put the two girls up there. And we'd go down on them, and then swap, and he'd just go down on them. Yeah. Swap that around there, and then he'd go into the guest room with the girl he brought, and i we'd go into our room. And that was in the night, and that happened three or four times over over you know during that two year period. Of, yeah, three year period
0: with all different girls. Was there ever any penetration, like even with your friend, or did it always stay with like the strictly oral?
2: Always stayed strictly oral. Mm-hmm. And that, always stayed.
0: And that guy with the next door neighbor, did your wife ever do anything with the women too, or was it always strictly with the guys?
2: It was strictly the guy. After some of those experiences, one night we're at the house, and the wife comes out and says, hey, we're going to have some company tonight. I said, oh, okay, that sounds cool.
0: I know where this is going, because I know that there was an FMF threesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So a knock comes on the door and I open the door and it's this girl, Morgan, who's a good friend of ours, little background. Morgan, when I was working at the condo, I worked with Morgan's mother and her mother was like 10 years older than me. So Morgan was like 10 years younger than me. Mm -hmm. When Morgan got out of high school, she started being a stripper. Mm -hmm. And both me and Julie had been to the club. And had seen her at the strip club, you know, and had sat and bullshit with her. And she was just a cool chick and and smoking, smoking hot. Right. She ended up marrying one of the bartenders from the club. And they had kids and shit. And the wife hated her husband. He treated her like shit. And we, we used to go visit them. And, you know, we bought stuff from their kids, from their fundraisers at school and all that kind of good crap, you know. And, you know, we're fairly close. And so apparently the wife had got with Morgan and told her, you actually told her about some of the playtime that we'd had before. And Morgan was super impressed because her husband didn't have any problem with her bringing a girl home for him. Mm -hmm. But he didn't want no part of, you know, another guy coming in the picture you know that's just how he was you know yeah so the knock comes on door and i open the door and it's like holy shit it's on now (laughs) i'm just (laughs) in heaven now this is freaking great we go out to the hot tub you know we sit around we have us a drink and you know do a little smoke and we go out to the hot tub and then we come back inside it was amazing we were in the hot tub you know and i'm making out with both of them back and forth a little bit The wife asked Morgan, "Says, can I kiss you?" And Morgan said, "Absolutely." And they kissed, and the wife loved it. Right, loved it, and it was freaking awesome. Morgan and your
0: wife kissed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm Mhm.
2: And it was so hot for me. That that was that was exciting for me. That was a turn on. Yeah. So we get inside. And we go to the room, to our room, two girls get on bed and they start kissing and they're making out pretty heavy. And and I went down on my wife first. Then when I'm done with her, then I go over to Morgan, they're still making out. And then I go down on Morgan. Mm -hmm. Well, the wife stops making out with Morgan and and then she goes down on me. Right. And after I get Morgan off, Morgan goes down and joins her.
0: Blowing got, you. Yes. Right. So now you got the, both of them double-teaming <laughs> you.
2: Oh, my God. It was freaking amazing. Right. It was amazing. Then the wife leaves. She leaves to Morgan to, to finish, and then I go down, you know, on my wife again. Well, Morgan finishes with me, and then she comes and joins me. Going down on my wife.
0: Oh, okay. That's a new okay. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh
2: huh. And this was something the wife had never, you know, what I mean, hell, it was a half hour earlier, it was the first time she kissed a girl.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: mm-hmm. and now she's got a chick between her legs.
0: hmm.
2: And she loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Morgan goes down on her, and then I go up, and then me and the wife are just making out. And after the wife, you know, just absolutely explodes, she tells Morgan to sit on my face. So I lay on my back, and Morgan grabs a headboard, and she starts, you know, riding me a little bit. Well, the wife starts, uh, she sits on me, cowgirl, and starts fucking me. Right. So she's fucking me, and Morgan's on my face. And I told Morgan, I said, "Would you just please?" Because she was being like easy and soft, and she, I said, "Will you just fuck my face?"
1: <laughs>
2: and, and Morgan just starts <laughs> fucking going after it. I look up, and my wife's hands come around and start grabbing Morgan's tits.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my god, it was freaking amazing. I mean, it was. It it was just crazy, you know. It's like a porn. Oh, it was in my own room, in my own house. You know, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. You're the
0: actor. You're in it.
2: You know, we all just exploded. Uh, Morgan couldn't stay the night. She had to leave and and go home. But it was the, the best night of my life sexually you know ever you know i mean it was just right Mm -hmm. uh, it was just amazing it was amazing so and then the the cool part was that when she left the first thing the wife tells me is i understand the pride thing (laughs) you know oh how funny right because i you know because you know her and i talked about it i told her i said you know it just made me feel proud, you know, when y'all were together, you know, talking about it with the guys, you know, and, and she said, I understand. She said, it, you know, to be able to share without guilt or jealousy was amazing, you know.
0: It's like showing and, off your partner to somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, <laughs> you know, so we're all heading out. Morgan tells the wife, I've never had my pussy eaten like that before. The wife tells her, I told you so. You know, it's all, like, right. all right, man. Now I'm a fucking feel like a star. You know, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was freaking awesome. It you know, and, and the whole point is if you have trust, honesty, and communication, this can work. You can do this. You know, you can do this. Now if your if your relationship is not solid and you think that a threesome is going to spice it up and fix shit you're wrong right don't don't do it for that reason don't do it for that reason you have to be solid you have to have complete trust in your partner it works i mean it can work now Shortly thereafter, well, Morgan Morgan ended up splitting up with her husband, and then she moved in with a girlfriend. And since moved away, she lives up by you in New York now. Mm-hmm. She moved away for work. The uh, second guy that the wife was with is now living in Atlanta. Uh, Who, the musician? Away. Yeah, the musician's yeah. now in Atlanta. The buddy's still around town, and we see each other. But the wife got in a, a car wreck. Right around that, after that three-year stretch of time,
1: oh and the shit! The car
2: wreck, yeah, the car wreck uh, exasperated a lot of her issues. Right, of and, course, yeah. You know, and and everything just just pretty much stopped at that point, and and that's when you know the end came to this run.
0: But yeah, but it, you it know, did at least. I mean, it was sort of perfect timing. You know, you kind of seized the moment. And, you know, if you didn't, you well, you might have looked back after that car wreck, you know, when things when it wouldn't have ever been a possibility and been like, oh, shit, like, maybe what if whatever. But you don't have to really have those regrets or because you did live out and have, like you said, like the best night of sex ever and live out some fantasies and have these kind of, you know, situations that a lot of guys dream of.
2: And and allowed her. Yes. To, you know, to kill curiosity.
0: Yeah. To you be know, free, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: To, to, to be, you know, free to live. The, the medical issues the wife has are degenerative in nature.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I knew that the time was coming when she would physically be very restricted. Right. To what she can do. Yeah. Even in a day to day life.
1: And, Even without
0: that car accident, but then, I mean, and then to have that happen, it, like I said, it's just like it's so perfect that you did do it when you did because you had those three years where you gave her that. And that was part that. of my motivation. Yeah, you know, yeah.
2: It, it was part of my motivation that if we're going to do this, we need to do it now. Uh, I saw the attraction between them. said, okay, here we go. She's been a great wife, a great mother. Uh, you know, I mean. She was a, the team moms and cooked all the damn birthday cakes. and.
0: Oh my God, I'm a mom now, and I get it. Yeah, I loved, I have to say when you said, you know, I just allowed her the freedom to not be a mom and not be a wife. I mean, like there's something very powerful in that. It sounds like something very simple, but for a woman who has, you know, any woman listening, you know, those are heavy roles that you just get so immersed in. As a woman that to to, when you said that, what that means is it is it's it is such a gift that you did give to your wife because uh, it's that that doesn't happen often. And, you know, and you helped her do that. And I think it's hard to get out of those roles and to forget about that and be able to live out some fantasies. And you guys got to do that.
2: And I think it's being realistic, Mm -hmm. being realistic, I don't think. I don't understand why people think that all of a sudden you will never be attracted to another human. That's just not realistic. Right,
0: and also, also, but I do think, because the way I've always thought about it is like if you really have a very strong connection and you're at the point in your relationship where you know, like, we're we're together forever like no one's going anywhere you know what i mean like we're like what does it fucking matter if they blow someone else like seriously but i and i think what uh, why a lot of people can't get to the place where you got is because they don't have that security you know because the biggest fear is that oh that happens and then you lose that person so if you know like you did that you guys are together and you're good to go and you're it's the long haul you're never leaving each other what's the big fucking deal but i'm a realist like you so i could look at it that way there's going to be a ton of people on youtube saying a lot of other things because everybody is different some people are more romantic than realistic and you know the very romantic person would be like how could you fucking do that you know like everyone is different in the way that they think about things and look at things and stuff so i get your point of view maybe because i'm like you i'm a very realistic person and i could cut through all that other stuff and just see like see the situation for what it is
2: and that's that's why i love your podcast yeah because you don't judge people right you you acknowledge that every couple is different every relationship is different everybody's Wants and needs are different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I listen to a lot of stuff on your podcast of stuff that's way out of my comfort zone. Right. But I don't judge the people that I'm listening to.
0: No, because and it, it should,
2: works for them.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting to hear. I mean, that's the whole point of my show. You know, you have to hear the whole story, and then you can make your own, you could take from it what you want or something. And then even if it's not something that you're into, like you said, it's not, but it's still interesting. I mean, half the things I talk I don't do any of the stuff that people have talked to on my show. <laughs> you know, I'm just hearing about it, but I'm a curious person by nature. I love real life stories and stuff you know so it's so interesting but I am I think like you said and that's why you like my show and the way I do it because we're realistic (laughs) I love that word you know and, uh, and when you look at things realistically like and just for what it is but with the whole story I think the whole story is super important that's why I do love the way I do my show you know because I can have somebody who cheated on my show and you know that one sentence like so and so cheated on their wife or so and so cheated on their husband and you could just immediately judge someone by that but you know you might not judge them after you listen to their story for a whole hour because there's right. so many different things that could be going on and you're going to come out at the end of that thing and feel different. And I love changing people's minds. I love putting on a woman like Betty who had a bunch of gangbangs, but she was like a ray of sunshine. Sorry, you're going to listen to that episode with Betty and you're not going to be like, like, you have an idea of what a Betty that has gangbangs is going to be like, but then you're going to hear the podcast and you might think differently. And that's what I always want people to that's what i that's what i hope to do you know because i think that people think in a box they're very in a box i've always been an outlier i'm out of the box you know but and and i i i try to push people to do that i uh, because it's i think it's important i think people are lazy thinkers they don't really they just read headlines and stuff you know and so i think that i love telling the whole story and that's why i'll take a call like you like you write in like i want to be on the show but like you know my show my story is not that like if i took your email for what it is and i just you know and i could have been like no way it's lame like you just did it for a year you already told me it's like very tame it's nothing but you know i here i am i had a whole conversation with you and for me to me the story has is so much more than the couple threesomes first of all it wasn't that tame it's not going to be tame to a lot of people a lot of people haven't had those experiences but there were so many different layers and so many interesting parts of it and that i think uh are so interesting so you i did, love that i did. took your call you know because the whole story is great uh, there's a lot to it and i think people need yeah. to hear it and i think people will you know, it could be like a little inspiring story for some people.
2: I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I'm so grateful you took the call. Uh, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Yes,
0: yeah, the best. Uh, I love this episode. Know. I might air it like this Sunday or next Wednesday. Oh, no, okay. I think it's really good. I just got to get my guy to take out your fucking you knows, you know, you know, you know, just so you know. I'm not going to take this out, but just so people know, this guy, okay, David said, you know, after every single Fucking word, but I got a guy who I pay to take out all those things because that's what goes down Everyone says something all the time. I say right a lot and I have my guy take those out, too So don't worry about it. All your you knows are taken out. I love your story Thank you so much for calling in and telling it I think people are gonna love it and make sure to go to youtube and see the comments that you get I love you know, that's where people have conversations about it, which I love
2: yeah, and I will do because YouTube's what I do. I don't do Instagram. I've never had a Facebook page. I've never been to Craigslist.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Did I, you find you me know. on YouTube? Yes. Oh, okay, great. So, yeah, so go to YouTube and see everyone chiming in. I love it. I love YouTube as a platform because we have conversations. You know, people have conversations and it goes back and forth, and I see all different people's sort of opinions and stuff. And I think it's just, I think it's great. I like to get awesome. people talking. So, thanks again, David, for calling in. I love your story.
2: All right. Thanks, Kat. Thanks for having
0: me. No problem. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube